Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome back to Midnight Screening, the show where we attempt to plan the perfect movie night, one film at a time. I am your host, Nathan Lang. With me, as always, is Josh Gay. No, as always, actually, sometimes I'll miss a recording. Get your facts right. I'm Ty Hennessy. I'm definitely going to be missing a couple of recordings. (laughs) You weren't even here last time. Nah, exactly. (laughs) But we're all here this time. Uh, for a very special occasion, because it is the new year, we're talking Ooh. the unbearable. We're talking the unbearable weight of massive talent. Usually, a film this new we would ignore for this show because we don't know yet what it's mm. going to be like. But it's the start of twenty twenty three. We may as well send twenty twenty two out with a bang by talking about one of the most talked about films of twenty twenty two. And we Avatar two: The Way of Water. So, guys. Uh, Avatar- <laughs> I watched the wrong movie again. <laughs> um, what was I say? Yeah, um, I, I, pretty unanimous decision that we should talk about this movie. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was one of the easiest decisions we've made as a group, because I suggested we talk about a 2022 movie, wrote down about nine films on my phone, and then Josh said, should we just do Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which was the first thing I wrote down on my phone. That's mostly just so I can start a pitch, I'll be honest. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Later. You you're gonna you're gonna save it. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm going out with a bang. I think um people that have been listening to the show from the beginning will know what you're talking about, but Cage match, cage match, cage. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? <laughs> oh, Ty, do you not know about cage match? No. Oh, oh, Ty! Oh, cage match is going to be the creme de la creme. We will, we'll build up to it. Starting to wonder, did we ever record the cage match pitch? I think I recorded it as like a test recording. It never got published. Oh, maybe it's not been. Has right? You said that's the pre built. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Oh, so when, I say, be... when I say people that have been listening from the start know what you're talking about, we we just mean YouTuber is pre-built knows what you're talking about. Yep. Oh, everyone's in for a treat then. We'll get there, we'll get there. But um, this movie, I don't want to keep saying its title, it's too long. Um, yeah, well, um... Um... <laughs> didn't work at all. Um, just so, um, I'm curious. Nick Cage Fever Dream. There we go. We'll call it the Nick Cage Fever Dream. Do we? Do we have to explain what this is like we normally do? do, you know, do you it's know a film where Nick Nicholas Cage plays a guy called Nick Cage, not Nicholas Cage. Um, and he he was it falls in love with Pedro Pascal or something. That's a bit yeah, it, right? I like that. This is just. He also has paranoid delusions about a younger self, himself, a younger him called Nicky. Oh, we've, uh, we'll get to Nicky. I've got thoughts on Nicky. <laughs> oh, same. Oh, very all short. my notes are about Nicky. My thoughts on Nicky are very <laughs> short and horrible. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know if we really need to go into too much detail explaining what this film is. It's so new. Every, people know this one, right? People if you're listening film. to our show, you know what this is. You've seen the trailer, um, you got the movie. So I'm more curious. Did you guys see this one at the time? Yep. Nope. <laughs> no, okay, so this is your first watching yeah. it, Ty. I kept I kept okay. meaning to get around to it and then I was like I just kept other things kept popping up and I'm like, I'll get to it eventually. <laughs> I totally get that. Uh so Josh, you saw did you see it's like at the time at the time? Did you like go out and see this one? I saw this in the cinema. <laughs> Ooh. I'll be the only one. I, I saw this when it first went to Prime. Uh, no, I was bored one day. I didn't really... And wanted to go watch a film. And I was like, why not? I was in town anyway. And then saw this. And I was like, you know what? What better way to spend my Saturday afternoon? And it was great. See, I was the only one there. That happened to me. <laughs> happened to me happened to Black Panther. Also, also me hey. and Chloe were bored and we went to see, we were like, oh, we'll go see a movie. It was either this or uh, Black Panther or Black Adam. And then, yeah. I, 
I want to clarify, last time I was bored and uptown and randomly took myself to see a movie, I managed to double bill Miracle Valley in the room, so... You know what, not all of us can be as cool as you are. Uh. <laughs> you get I, I met a guy that... I saw Nicolas Cage hug yeah, well, a big sculpture of Nicolas Cage on the big screen, though, so you know what, I win. I think I have, I've never saw that on the big screen. I saw that on my TV screen twice. Nah, get on my level. Uh-huh. No, yeah, I love this film. The f- moment I watched it, because it's just dumb. Like, there's no part of this film where I'm like, "Ooh, interesting." It's just pure yeah. idiocy, but in the best of ways. I'm sorry, but Pedro um, Pascal uh, perfectly emulates the starstruck fan. Oh, he does. It's so good. But real quick, this on that the- note. Nicholas Cage thought it would be way better if he could play his own biggest fan and someone else played Nick Cage. That is better. Yeah. <laughs> that, that it wasn't until he actually met Pedro Pascal and saw him as cast. It was like, okay, I'll play Nick Cage. So if it wasn't for Pedro Pascal being the actor that he is, Nicholas Cage would have been his own biggest fan with oh. someone else playing Nick Cage. Don't know who would have played so Nick Cage. <laughs> Andy Samberg, John Travolta, Andy Samberg, and in- oh, John Travolta. That's a better reference. <laughs> Just that one movie. I was, Corn I was picturing Andy Samberg in the like terrible Nick Cage wig he used to wear in SNL. Oh, that'd oh, be yeah. great. Jeez. Could we not Jeez. cast Pedro uh, Pascal as Nicolas Cage? That would also work. Full circle. <laughs> I can see that being pretty good as well. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that's just bizarre. And I, I, I kept picturing this movie, and then it was like. Would they get Nicolas Cage to play Nicky still? And then it gets really meta? Like, mm. I have to make would they, would they reshoot the Con Air scenes but with someone else as the actor? Like, who knows? I don't know. Well, they did. Um, uh, have you guys seen Weird, the Yankovic story? Not, Not yet. yet. No. I do need to see, I've seen clips okay, of it, and Daniel Radcliffe looks incredible. I reckon it's brilliant in that movie. Um, but there's some, there's some moments in it where, like, obviously they'll be at, like, the video shoot for, like, a surgeon. Um, but then they'll show it on the screen and it's just Weird Al, like, in the actual video. And then, like, it'll pan over and it's Daniel Radcliffe in real life. That's amazing. That's, that's how it should be done. <laughs> you could get away with it, yeah, you could do that kind of thing. And actually, this movie isn't quite... We talk about this movie being ridiculous. It's not quite weird, the Al Yankovic story, which is a whole other thing. Um, but yeah, do you guys remember first hearing the like concept of this film? Yeah, I thought it was a joke. When when someone told me there was a film about Nick Cage playing Nick Cage, I didn't believe it. Okay. Yeah, I remember. I think I heard about this on like the Weekly Planet or something. Um, when it was like first greenlit. Um, yeah, just the idea that yeah, Nick Cage is going to play himself, he's going to meet his biggest fan, and then he's going to have to like become Nicolas Cage. And I was like, that's going to be the greatest movie ever made. Um, I'm not 100% sure that the film I pictured in my head is what we got. It's a lot more um, character drama in this film than, only for the first half though than... yeah it does yeah it goes a little more off the road it, it does the exactly um, what we talk about in the film so remember in the exactly. film we've had lsd they're in the truck as you do pedro pascal nicholas cage high on lsd and they're like oh we should make this film more character driven don't rely on explosion cgi stuff and then right after that there's a huge car chase it was in the car they were in the car, and then those, yeah, they, those, the Nick Cage said they need a paranoid element. Like, those two guys are looking at us. Are they? I don't know. Are they? No. Yeah, they there's, there's, that, there's that element That's where cool. yeah, they keep, they're trying to write a screenplay, and then everything they say is going to happen in the screenplay just kind of happens. It was Pedro um, Pascal's laugh. The fake laugh. Like, turn around and look at them and, like, fake laugh. And that's literally, he just looks at him and goes, Ha! Like, Jesus. Like, oh, man. This film is just an example of meta writing done right, though. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, because it's subtle. It's not like um, 
it doesn't hit you on the head with the fact that it's like there's that like narration where it says at this point in a movie this is where the car chase would be it's just they're like yeah they'll be sitting there and they're like when if our screenplay should have uh more of a plot driving through it so it's like there's two guys talking and then immediately like they end up in a car chase. yeah that's yeah that's done well um i totally wasn't bashing on any real movies when i this is my example of how meta commentary. Oh, can totally be. not. Passion. Nothing would ever be like that at all. No. And I, I'm I'm sitting on my hands because I know people like <laughs> see how they run. But uh, <laughs> my stupid. I'm not clicking what movie you guys were talking about. Uh, see how they run. I love that film. The, uh, but it's... a lot of people said. <laughs> <laughs> we'll discuss that. I'm sure in the best of 2022. <laughs> we'll get there. Really? Okay. <laughs> I like that movie as well. I'm just being mean. It, it, yeah, <laughs> it's not as subtle as it. it's not done as well. I'll give you that much. No. Um, actually, I like the way even the fact that like the conclusion to this film is that the screenplay they end up writing is just beat for beat what happened to them. Yeah. To the point where yeah, the the final few shots of like the movie are the fake version. <laughs> Uh, like final from the shot, premiere. pretty much. It, where it switches and then it's um. Oh my goodness, film nerd block moment. What is her name? Demi Moore. Demi Moore. Yeah. Uh, yes, it's Demi Moore instead of Sharon Hogan. Mm. <clears throat> Very good. Also, would absolutely be an actor, an actress in a Nicolas Cage fanny project. So yeah. Sorry, the wo- Good joke. The woman who plays his ex-wife was fantastic. I loved her. Sharon Hogan or Hogan? Hogan. Yeah, she's great. But she, you needed that. We needed the Irish person. <laughs> Irish community. Yeah, she's in. Um, you should watch Catastrophe, the sitcom. Uh, she did with. I'm forgetting everyone's name right now. Who's the guy in Deadpool Two that doesn't have any powers? Oh, the fucking... Uh, yep. God, taxi driver, fuck's sake. Rob Delaney. That's his name. Eh? Oh, sorry. Rob I Delaney. Taxi driver. Um, yep. Oh, no. Not <laughs> Dupender. Um, the guy that's just a guy. Pete, uh, Peter. Um, yeah. Peter in Deadpool. Yeah, they did a sitcom together called Catastrophe, where... Uh, they have like a one night stand and she gets pregnant and now they just have a baby. I have seen um I've seen clips from that. Very good show. Very good show. Didn't I didn't make it sound funny in my description, but it is. And yeah, she's really good really funny in this movie. To be fair, I think um we should do all the acting choices are pretty perfect in this movie. Mm. That's what I was gonna say, I was like we should talk cast because people get mad at us so we don't talk cast right now. Uh, yeah. we've, we've done Pedro Pascal Pedro Pascal's great in this obviously mm-hmm. um, I'm really bad with names today oh that's why I'm bad with names how do you say that Ike ba- Barinholtz who oh Ike, Ike Barinholtz but, um, Ike Barinholtz, Barinholtz. Yeah, yeah I fucking hate that guy that guy and uh, Tiffany Haddish genuinely, genuinely, uh, I hate Ike Barinholtz Really? Yes. Oh, I like him. Right, so he's funny. I first saw him in Meet the Spartans. Okay, that's fair. And there's a behind the scenes <laughs> where he's like he's rolling about with Kevin Sorbo, and yeah, it's just the most like he's done like a behind the scenes like it's probably a character. My God, he was the most annoying prick ever. That's also because like you know that film was awful. Of course, the film was Like, have you watched it recently? No. I watched it when I was all 13 those... and hated it. Why would it do that to me? Yeah, all those um, references are out of date. And it's bad. But yeah, I like that guy. That guy was, uh, he was in Blockers. He was in, um, what else is he in? He's been in a lot of movies, but it's just, I generally just don't like oh. him. He was on the Mindy Project. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's pretty good. Uh, Tiffany Haddish as well as his, like... I like Tiffany Haddish. Part of his... Role. 
show. I think they're such a good like they worked so well together. Mm. <laughs> um, I think just because they they have very similar energies as comedians, and that is to just keep talking and getting louder. Yeah, which can be funny if the words you're saying are funny. Um, and I think both of them are good at that. Uh, again. Also, um, again, just to get it out of the way because. People get mad when you don't mention every little bit of trivia. Nicolas Cage's daughter in this movie. Mm-hmm. She's played by Lily Mo Sheen, I think so you pronounce her name. Is she related to Charlie? No. I th- 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 think of another famous Sheen. Emilio? No, no. Well, he's te- th- th- not in that family. Another person called Gene. Oh. Mr. Sheen? The cleaning man? Michael. Michael G. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait, fucking um, Underworld. Married to Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, he's... Kate Beckinsale. Yes. Oh, yeah. He's the daughter of Kate Beckinsale and, and Michael Sheen. Oh. Um, wait, Michael Sheen's like, you know, David played... Tennant's mate. Uh, yeah. Oh, crap, yeah, no way. Other half of stage, yeah. uh, um, as in the best She was in an episode of stage. Uh, Yes, the Vampire Passengers by a lot. Uh, so so Lily Motion actually played the younger version of Kate Beckinsale's character in Underworld Evolution. Huh. Oh. Um, which makes sense, because that, you know. Wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, yes. Oh, damn. Um, we need to Underworld. That's the end of my thought process with the actress Lily Motion. I just, uh, someone would mention it. Hmm. And as if I didn't know, and I'd get annoyed. Yeah, we need to Underworld. No. I did not know that. Oh. There you go. And um, she's really good in this movie. She is. Solid. Uh, I would like to see her in more things. Because uh, I haven't seen her much at all. Well, there you go then. Also, right, we got all the dumb trivia stuff out of the way. Let's talk about the Nicolas Cage movie. One quick question: Who is it that plays um, the first girl? The the girl the girl that gets kidnapped. Uh, I don't know. Let me find out. Because she looks um, familiar. The girl that gets kidnapped. All oh, right. Delgado or something like that. I'm not sure. She looks familiar. Um, Quick, scroll through IMDb. That's what I'm doing. We can do this. Was her name Maria in the movie? Yeah, Catherine Vancouver. Catherine Vancouver, yes. Um, Warrior Nun. Who's an Alex Rider? (laughs) What? Warrior Nun. Alex Rider. Warrior Nun. Alex Rider, yeah. uh, That's about all I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah, not much. Weird. Yeah, I know. I have heard good things about Warrior Nun, to be fair. That's supposed to be a good show. You also did mention Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris. Who was just some sort of in this, you know. I, I'm still not sure why they put. I mean, it was a great choice, don't get me wrong. But there's still something so uncomfortable about the scene where they're both getting whipped and he's just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Seems to be playing more roles that are, you know, small, smaller roles of people that kind of just talk to the protagonist, and are very Neil Patrick Harris. I mean, he's just having fun. I mean, yeah, unfortunate yeah. event. Series of unfortunate events bombed, so you know. But you shouldn't have. That was a great show. I think. I think it's more that he's like Neil. Die Neil Patrick me. Harris doesn't. <laughs> You know, like, Neil Patrick Harris doesn't need to do big roles oh, no. right now. Like, Neil Patrick Harris doesn't need to be in anything. So I think, yeah, he is just... He's ironically doing the thing that Nicolas Cage considers doing in the movie. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, maybe I'll just take smaller roles and, like, indie directors and whatever. That is that is what Neil Patrick Harris does. Sorry, real quick, though. Ty, did you like the Jim Carrey a series of unfortunate events films? Yes. Oh my goodness, I hate you. 
See? Yes. <laughs> You're like the worst person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the worst you liked, person. You liked the Jim Carrey film. You thought mm-hmm. that was good, but you're saying that the new Patrick Harris TV show was awful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's something about Jim Carrey that just brings out the worst in you, too. Do I start with the French? Do I start with the French? Oh. Oh. And it's always Jim Carrey's fault. No, we love the Truman Show. No one ever heard that, but yes. I'm sorry, my headphones messed up. The media at this point. The worst episode of the Truman (laughs) Show. I'm so I'm I'm not even mad because I don't want to depress our audience by having to think about things. But you'll depress me by sharing your terrible opinions on movies. Yes, (laughs) because depressing you is funny. Gosh, we have a whole show about our. Awful opinions on movies. Yeah, but ties is somehow worse. Do you know what, actually? Right, right. Can not really like a side, not really a tangent. Nathan has yeah. actually spreadsheeted um, who has the most controversial opinion. And it's have? me. I have. And it's me. Yes. Because you're wrong a lot. <laughs> Even what? IMDb is agreeing with me. The series is one point, one star entirely higher. I'm just going to throw it out there. Like, you're just wrong. The, 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 the Jim Carrey film tried to combine, like, four books into one thing, rushed everything, and it made no sense, and they tried to just, like, combine it all as, like, this clusterfuck. Pardon the French. Mm-hmm. Okay? Percy's mad at you right now. Whereas the show gives the characters time to develop. It gives each point and each, like, a new experience something good to work off as it develops a plot and actually gets you invested in it. My goodness, Ty, you're the one. Let's move on to this film. I'm just saying... I'm okay with being the most controversial person because in very soon, I don't know when, I'm going to have to argue for an hour straight. So let's just not. I'm going to be an asshole. As I can. What do you mean very soon you're going to have to argue for an hour straight? That's all you do in this show. I'm not saying soon, but there will be a point (laughs) where I'm arguing for an entire hour. Nathan, you know what I'm talking about. (sighs) Yes, yes, I do. Put your name Um, on Discord because you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, so anyway, so Nicholas Cage. Cage. Um, yes, Nicholas Cage. I, I have a question. I have a question for okay. you two. Um, oh, I should. I didn't put the timer on. Dang it! Isn't Craig telling you how long we've been recording for? I will. Uh, yeah, but we were recording. So you just minus twenty-two minutes. Wait. Yeah, there you go. I thought it was like twenty-five, but sweet. Oh. I mean. Anyway, yeah, I've got a question for you two that should, uh, I think, well, it could, I don't know, but I think it should help kind of see where all three of us will end up coming from with with this film in particular. What's your favourite Nicolas Cage movie? Oh, you asshole. The Croods (laughs) 2. Don't even. (laughs) That is not the case, I just quickly need to throw that out there, that was purely a joke. That's a good question, though. What counts as a Cage movie? Is like like Cage is the main star, or Cage stars in it? I mean, I don't think many movies he's not like at least. And the Spider Verse. Well, you see, here is the thing. I guess uh... here's the thing. Nicholas Cage is credited role in 106 separate movies. That's a lot of movies. It isn't a lot of movies. But what's the best one? They did top three. They did. They did go top. They went top three in that movie. They went top three in them barely. They did top three in the movie. That's do fair. top wait. Should we do top okay. three then? Okay, okay, let's do it. Should we do it in um the order that we do our top tens in as well? Oh, like worst to best. Ah, yeah. crap. Okay. How mad would you be if I said Spirit of Vengeance? I'm not gonna lie. It's Nicolas Cage movies, so I'm not gonna pick good movies for this. Let's make that very clear. I'm. I'm. I'm doing this for a reason. But Avengers so, yeah, is awful. Be, be as Avengers truthful. is awful for a Nicholas Cage movie. Okay. I, I I think I've got it. I think I have it as well. Right, go. Okay, uh, Ty, do you want to go first? Uh, just just okay, do all okay, three. Okay. And so we'll worst the best? Three. three to one. Go for it. Three to one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's uh, gone in 60 seconds. Um, mm-hmm. okay. On air. And face off. 
Josh, Josh, what what were we going for? Right. Can I do a joint third? (laughs) Joint third? If you have to. What is that? Well, it has to be National Treasure slash National Treasure 2. I'm joking. No, no. Don't slay me. Don't slay me. Um, No, I I think that should have had a third film. I love the National Treasure movies. They were just dumb and a bit of fun. They're great. Nicolas Cage, it was Nicolas Cage in them. Anyway, the actual good films, two and one, bear with. Number two is going to be Kick-Ass. Big Daddy is a great character. It's probably one of my favourite Nicolas Cage characters at the very least. And number one, yeah, Con Air. I forgot about Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass is a solid choice. I didn't see that as a Nick Cage movie. It's a good choice. I never, I never saw that as a Nick Cage movie, though. But he kills it. Like, he um, steals the show. Oh, Just, Big Daddy is fantastic. Like, that scene where he's, before he gets burned alive, where he's put on the makeup and he's getting like, oh, oh. Yeah. oh. I, I love the scene in the warehouse where he's just taking everybody out and just methodically. Just oh, goes for it. Yeah. Gorgeous. I think I watched Kick Ass again. I love that movie. <laughs> Nathan? Uh, I'm also I'm also going to go with Con Air. Uh, S3? Number 3. S3, oh. yeah. Connor, then The Rock ah. at two. Uh, and then Raising Arizona is my favorite because, of course, it is. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. That's a very good movie. Uh, yeah. But, you know, that's, we, well, we've discussed our favorite Nicolas Cage films. But, you know, there's only one way mm-hmm. to find out the best Nicolas Cage film, Nathan. Ah, uh, here we go. Oh, yeah. How, how the best Nicolas Cage movie? Cage match. That's right. What's what's a cage? What's a cage match? Well, I am glad you asked. The cage match is this. This is my pitch, right? Imagine each podcast you get one person to watch one Nicolas Cage film, another person to watch another, and they battle out going head to head to argue that their film is better than another film. There's a full on roster. There's a hundred and six films to find out overall what is the best Nicolas Cage film. We'd have things like G-Force versus The Sorcerer's Apprentice. We'd have things like City of Angels versus Con Air. We would have Kick-Ass versus... What's that really dumb one he was in recently? Willy's Wonderland. Oh my god, right. If I'm arguing Willy's Wonderland, I'm okay with that. I love Willy's Wonderland. (laughs) Films like Um, Jiu-Jitsu versus The Croods. The Cage Match to find out Nicholas Cage's um, ultimate film. This is this is legitimately, listeners. This is Josh pitching a podcast. Genuinely, right now. On, I may have an idea for this. Genuinely, may have an idea for this. Uh-huh. I genuinely might actually have an idea how we can pull this off. Okay. Um, Season of Witch is Aunt Billy. See, like oh the com- combinations are insane. So let us know um, if if you want to hear that. Uh, <laughs> tell us. Um, yeah, if you want to hear Josh's bizarre little spin-off to our show. Uh, yeah, reach out. He, uh, it sounds like he's going to do it anyway, I'll be honest with you. Um, there's a lot of them. Two versus into the Spider-Verse. See, like, just like Oh, end of the spider yeah. Is it though? Yes. See, it's not only down to what yeah. is the better film, it's also down to who can argue it better. Cage match. So oh, um, no speaking of, of the Speaking of the, the amount of films Nicolas Cage is in, uh how do how do we feel they, they handled the uh the references in Unbearable Weight? I think that there was different levels of it. You know, you had some more subtle ones, um, and then you had, you know, just a clip from Con Air, and you had the moment when they're in the memorabilia room and they just got everything. Oh, that was beautiful. That was fun. That that was a fun scene because um, obviously they point out the really obvious yeah. ones, but there's some there's some deep yeah. cut cool things right, in well, that room. Oh yeah. See if you collect it right next to the the the, the, the emeraldy looking things from the rock. There is a weapon. I don't know what it is. Uh, let's see if I can find right a picture of the, the, the scene. Creepy ass pillow. Hear fun facts about that pillow, though. It should have been John Travolta on the other side. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, no, 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 no. Even better, right? So at the end of filming, <laughs> Nicolas Cage signed one of those pillows for, like, every member of the crew. That's okay. Like the whole, it was either the whole cast, or the whole crew, maybe both. I can't remember. Was gifted one of those pillows signed by Nick Cage, so they all have a Nick Cage signed face pillow. Because why not? That's true. I have a picture of some of the rooms here. I can see the pillow. Ty, do you mean like the chainsaw? No, it's no, no, no. It's before the chainsaw. It's literally right next to the, the emeralds from the rock. Move on, I'll, have, I'll try and do some research as we talk. Mm. Yeah, uh, I can talk about, um, think of some other stuff that was in that room. Uh, obviously, yeah, there's the chainsaw from, from Mandy, which is yes. a good pick. I appreciate a reference to Mandy. That's a great film. Uh, I'm realizing, I'm noticing here there's like a vodka bottle on that. Is that from like, leaving Las Vegas or something? Or Snake Eyes? Or like... I mean, it'll probably be leaving Las Vegas, right? Because, well, I mean, there's quite isn't a few leaving Las Vegas, uncle. but they've already got the call back to leaving Las Vegas when he goes in the pool, right? And he's still drinking. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even click that because in my head I made I made a joke to myself about a different movie that I forgot that that was a Nicolas Cage reference. No, yeah, he just drops in. It's like it's basically like shot for shot, right? Yeah, but um, the first thing I thought of when I saw it was uh, Percy Jackson. <laughs> That's true, actually. Nicholas Cage wasn't in that <laughs> film. <laughs> but you're right, yes, it's, it's exactly leaving Las Vegas. Um, oh. And yeah, they've got the bunny from Connor. Yep. Uh... <laughs> There's also some um, diapers from Raising Arizona, <gasps> which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> Wait, do you mean the thing that's like on the table, like a there's like a weird safe looking? Yeah, thing? yeah, yeah, that. Okay, what is that? Thank you. <laughs> I don't know what it is either. Trying to think of like a movie that that could be. Send me a picture. I can't find one that's got it. Nathan, where's the picture you found? I'm on screen run. I'll put it in Discord. Uh, we'll figure this out together. <laughs> I'm going to have to cut all this, am I? Oh. Uh, some of it, yep. <laughs> the picture didn't send for some reason. Stop opening the Evil Dead trailer. <laughs> Teaser trailer, Nathan. Teaser trailer, there. Alright, it won't... It's in your typing, so... I'm trying. You just copy and paste? Um, it won't let me. I'm gonna screenshot. Huh. That's a weird thing that I have that much power that I can just stop the recording. Yeah. There's a picture. Alright, what am I looking at? The, the fucking scythe. Uh, yeah, the weird scythe thing on the table. Is that from Wicker Man? It's a scythe. It's a weird angle, but it might be from Wicker Man. It might be Wicker Man. It might be from Wicker Man. Should we just go with that? So then we, we feel smart. like we have a satisfying answer. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Find something else. It's something from Face Off. Above the vodka bottle. Oh, yeah, just an actual face. Oh, the face, yeah. <laughs> the face, face from face off, yeah. Um, cool. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I liked the idea of the little memorabilia room because it like, it's a way of doing like references and stuff without bashing over yeah. the head with it. Like the plot still continues, and there's a couple things in there that become integral to the plot later, so they're mentioned. Golden guns. Things like the, I mean, the guns. Yeah. Um, which become <laughs> a genuinely important plot point later in the movie, um, which bad. is fun. But yeah, things like, yeah, most of it, he just walks past, and that's that's cool, you know. 
Is that what asking us what our favourite Nick Cage movies led to? I mean, it wasn't supposed to, but yeah. Um, no, I was thinking we just generally... I think how much this film works for you depends on what it is you want from a, a Nicolas Cage film in general. Because I'll be honest, I, I'm going to lay my hand out right now. Because we've been talking for a little while now. I'm, I'm not a big fan of this movie. I, I, <gasps> you're not? No. No, I, I, I think it's okay. That's fine. It was funny at the start, and then, and then go, yeah. I think it's it's a good movie. I just think it could be a lot more interesting, given its setup. Uh, Where do you think it falls off then? LSD. Um, I don't even know if it. Well, I don't know if it even falls off. I think it's just its premise is flawed. Like I don't think it's. Okay. Um, I guess at the start, I, I really don't feel like this is the film that kind of I pictured when this film was first like brought to my attention. That might be it. Um, it yeah, it, it's just yeah, I want something stupider. I want something louder, um, more self-aware than than what this is. It feels like a film written. Sorry, my dog just shoots near the microphone. I've heard that. Um. Yeah, it feels like a film written to not offend Nicolas Cage. Do you know what I mean? Can I... You want to slag him off more? Well, let's be more self-aware, you know? Right, okay. I get what you mean. Like, it treat, it's a film that, in its screenplay, really does treat the idea that Nicolas Cage is in way too many movies. It's like a good thing. He's a, a very hard-working man. 106 you know? credits. Yeah. But ignoring the fact that like those movies include crap like Willy's Wonderland, you know, like <clears throat> take that back. Willy's Wonderland is a masterpiece. Uh, no, <laughs> great film. Until um, Five Nights at Freddy's comes out, and that will be ultimately better because that stars Matthew Lillard. Anyway, see, I had a and Josh completely had opposite reaction when I saw the trailer and I saw like the name and stuff like that. I thought it was like a a love story about Nicolas Cage, like, to himself. Because um, it, it's called, you know, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, and he's like, well, clearly, I'm just fantastic, and everyone around me is wrong about my movies being bad choices. And I thought it was literally going to be him, you know, backing up that he's amazing, not talking about retiring or anything like that, or doing smaller roles or shit like that. I thought it was going to be, like, a, an ego bigger. Yeah. I'm gonna let my dog out real quick. I'll be. Okay, dokie. I don't I know if you can hear her. No. See, so, yeah, so Josh, you said you loved this film. Right? Yeah, it's great. Like, I'm under no illusion that I think it's like a masterpiece of film or anything. Like, just to watch it, it's exactly what I hoped for. I hope that it would just be this big goof take where Nicolas Cage is playing Nicolas Cage in a goofball world. Like, it's not like it's Nicolas Cage to be Nicolas Cage in the everyday. Like, they've picked a purposely outrageous, out bizarre plot and just been like, and Nicolas Cage plays Nick Cage. Because, why yeah. not? It's just so bizarre that it's just fun to watch. And, like, it doesn't take it, it doesn't take itself seriously, which is what I think that's, yeah, again, where our kind of mileage of this film varies is that I really do see a potential for something a lot more interesting and character-driven than this. Because um, the best parts of this film are where Nicolas Cage and Pedro Pascal are just kind of vibing. That's true. Yeah. And they're talking about movies and Cage's career and whatever. The quite sad meta joke in there that, like the most human connection Nicolas Cage has felt in years is when he gets to talk about himself to someone who's obsessed with him. You know, there's a, like, kind of tragedy to that. Um, there's a line of dialogue in this movie that, that sums up my problem with it. Um, <laughs> it is just a, 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 you know, a taste in movies thing uh, and whatever, a subjective thing. But they're talking about their screenplay and they start talking about comedy uh, and then Nicholas Cage says, oh, I hate talky comedies. There needs to be some kind of plot to drive it forward. 
and then we go into an action yeah. scene. <laughs> this movie would be so much more interesting if it was a two guys in a room talking comedy. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe. I I firmly stand by that. I know that that it's a personal thing. I know. I mean, we all love Con Air. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's a there's a good reason to go for that side of the Nicolas Cage thing when making this movie. Um, I think again, I think if you're going like, for something more serious or like something like that, then fair. But I think this film is just daft, and that's what Ken needs. Yeah, but should, should that bring us to Nikki? Nikki. What do we think about the inclusion uh, of Nikki uh... in this movie? For a while it was fine, and then it got to the bar bit, and I'm like, uh, yeah. Well, the, the bar scene sums up what like Nicolas Cage characters were like yep. in the 90s. That's... Yeah, that's what I associate Nicolas Cage like. Um, Talk about Nicolas Cage. So yeah, so the concept of, of Nicky uh, is that it's, obviously, Nicolas Cage is having some kind of weird psychotic break or whatever where he's starting to talk to himself but himself from the 90s possible reference to adaptation where he played two roles I think it's coincidence more than anything because he plays it was meant to be a yeah it's hard to tell uh, he was on a talk show in the 90s and he dressed like that and acted like that yeah he's, he's he's dressed like himself um like yeah, it's a, it's a very specific. He's got the the hair, the like iconic Nicolas Cage haircut. Um, he's wearing a Wild at Heart T-shirt, which is a reference I appreciate because that's a fantastic movie. Yeah, and the reason that uh, David Lynch called Nicolas Cage the greatest living actor. That's a bold statement. Um. Yeah, from David Lynch, a man famous for bold mm. statements. <laughs> um, oh, sorry. But yeah, but sorry. I think there's Nikki to me sums up like the the part of Nicolas Cage and the part of being a fan of Nicolas Cage of this film wants you to think about, and it is loud, obnoxious explosions and yelling and Woo! I mean he literally does the Nicholas fucking cage thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what they want you to think about. Um which granted, I understand that I'm the idiot for not realizing that going in because of course it is. Yeah, he's the one that's yeah. famous for the whole, you know, we never went anywhere. Why why would yeah, like, uh, I was watching it, and I kind of half through, and I was like, yeah, of course they're going down the angle of Nicolas Cage, face-off, Con Air, etc. Why would they be like, you know, Nicolas Cage, been in Coen Brothers movies, David Lynch, like, why? No one's going to watch that movie. Is it- there is an extended reference to uh, guarding... Um, crap, guarding Tess. Guarding Tess, thank you, which was unexpected. Yeah, I'd never heard of that <laughs> movie before in my life. Yeah. Guarding Tess is still a film with a lot of Nicolas Cage yelling in it. It's just a slightly more serious movie. That's like National Treasure, that's not... Like, it doesn't yell a lot in National Treasures. No, they're not very Nicolas Cage no. movies. Um, in certain respects, obviously. Plot-wise, they definitely are. They're about stealing the... The, um... Declaration of Independence because there's a treasure map on the back of it. Only 60 seconds yeah. is a Nick Cage movie, but just not that much showing. It's just more. No, that's cool. That's cool leather jacket car chase, Nick Cage. Yeah. As Make Love with Angela, Angelina Jolie um, in a car, Nick Cage. Yeah. To be fair, very few leather jackets in this movie. Which I was surprised because there was a lot. You look for at Nick Cage movies. For a movie about Nicolas Cage. He he loves the leather jacket. He loves the leather jacket. He loves the motorbike. Even has a leather jacket in Willy's Wonderland. Willy's Wonderland. He showed up in his own clothes. Mm. Like, I refuse to believe there was a costume designer in that movie. He he rolls up on a motorbike in a leather jacket, wearing sunglasses. 
and doesn't say anything. And then rolls out in the big car. You got a problem with that? That's it's so lazy. It's You're so... lazy. I can't believe stop gaslighting me into thinking <laughs> I'm the only one who didn't like Willy's Wonderland. Shit, we're gaslighting you. I think you may have been the only one. You though. are the only one that didn't like Willy's Wonderland. Uh, it's it's yeah, a masterpiece. I can't. I'm going crazy right now. I'm starting to talk to myself from the nineties. I'm going. You weren't there in the nineties. It's the it's like the big floating baby in two thousand one. I can talk to myself in the nineties because I was alive then. Shut up, Josh. <laughs> Because he's old. Anyway. Point, you were going to say something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Anyway. Nathan, it's the greatest movie. Yeah, I feel, I, I feel like we're going we're gonna to end up talking in circles now because, I mean, much to um, what the film wants us to do and wants you to feel, we're just kind of talking about Nicolas Cage movies now and have been for most of the podcast. It's design of the movie. The, it's a film that wants you to think of other films. Um, it's, it, wait, yeah. it genuinely might be trying to make people think that Nicolas Cage is the best pe- best actor ever. Is that what some fucking movie's about? Oh, he's, it, no. It, I don't think it is. It's, you could do this plot with, with most big actors, right? Most movie right. star type actors. I think Nick Cage is just a very, it's a very specific choice because there's an inherent self-awareness and inherent image to Nicolas Cage um, that makes the movie funnier and makes it work more when you're doing like reference, cheap, cheap references and things, you know, they do the, the not the bees yeah. thing at the end of the movie and yeah. whatever. Um, but like plot wise, you know, uh, actor was really big back in the day. It's still in a lot of movies, but no one really cares as much. Uh, it's big, rich super fan wants to come to his birthday party, and then everything goes off the rails from there. That could be Tom Hanks, Ooh. you know. That could be, that could be Tom Cruise. Sylvester Stallone. That could be Sylvester Stallone would be a good choice. Yeah, like I realize Tom Cruise wouldn't be because Tom Cruise is killing it right He's now. Fine. But, um, <laughs> Let me ask you a question. <laughs> it was like the worst choice. If this movie pick. was done with <laughs> any of those other actors, all we would be doing is sitting talking about all those other. Actors' movies. Yeah, how as many movies? One hundred and six times. Thanks, Doug. Right, how many movies? Is... That's a good question. Mr. Hang Stallone on. probably has a lot. Of how many movies is Tom Hanks in? Tom Hanks is in, in that many. I don't know if has quite as many. Tom Hanks is in like eight a year and has been since like the eighties. Tom Hanks is only credited for fifty-five movies. Yeah. That can't be. Wait, right. no, let's give me. Let's give me as a producer. Why is that? Get... Actor, oh, there you go. 90, uh, only 93. Lit. Yeah, that's a still a lot. Like a lot. Slacking off, though. He's been going Slacking since, off. like, the, nine, early 80s? 90s? Late, late, 80s, late, 90s. late 80s. Yeah, Big was, like, 88. And then Stallone acting credits, 90, 94. What? Stallone beats Hanks. Ooh. Yeah. That's more there than has I to be thought. someone with yeah, more he's... than Nicolas Cage. Well, that's, you, you get, like, character actors in that point. Um, more than movie stars at that stage. But, like, yeah, well, uh, you could do this with most people that were really big in the 90s. It's not as interesting, though, because they don't have insane that's bodies true. of work that Nic- Nicolas Cage true. has. Yeah. You know what I mean? The plot works. Does the film's tone work as well? I think it's it's a really good get. Also, you're never getting someone like Tom Hanks to appear in a movie with such a sarcastic title um, that refers to your own mm. ego, you know? So, I found someone with more than Tom, with um, Nick Cage. Okay. I think this may be a record holder here, because it's more than twice the amount of um, acting credits Nick Cage has. More than 208. Any guesses? <laughs> Much more than uh, 208. Um... Wait, can we get like a, is it someone from like the same time period? Um, they, 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 I can give you the time of their first and their last film. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the last acting credit they have is 2017. Ooh, okay. The first acting credit they have as a scroll down IMDb. As I keep scrolling down IMDb. Oh take a while. <laughs> is in 1946. Oh my god. 
nineteen. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Dick Van Dyke. No, he's dead. Nope. No, Dick Van Dyke's alive. He died, isn't he? Dick Van Dyke's alive. The, yeah, so. he is. He was in Mary Poppins. Okay, Van this Dyke. actor is dead. Um, so this actor is dead. This so oh, is it Christopher Plummer? Oh no, but I could check that one as well real quick. Hang on. You're so close with Christopher Plummer though. Like you have no clue, no, clue how close you are. Plummer. Are they are they also in now though? No. <laughs> but you'll see why it's uh Julie Andrews? Nope, further away now. Uh, only person I associate with Christopher Plummer. <laughs> uh, uh, wait, wait. Christopher Plummer does have two hundred and sixteen though. Male or female? That makes sense. <laughs> Right, male. The person I'm talking about has got more than 260. Ooh. I was going to say, um, the how that played Mrs. Potts. It's not it's a man. It's a man. How, how am I close with Christopher Plum? I think. Not necessarily, necessarily close because they're related to each other. Just think of the name. Is it a Chris? Uh-huh. Evan. <laughs> no, funnily enough, no. It's not Columbus. You just want the name? Wait, 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 wait. Famous. Okay, Rick. now you're just cheating. <laughs> <laughs> wait. Where's Christopherson? No, he's still alive. Nope. You just want the name? Christian Bale. Sir Christopher Frank Carandini Lee. That's right, Sir Christopher Lee. Lee. Christopher Lee. 287 acting credits. Oh my god! Oh, it makes. Yeah, that man just churned out movies. There you are. I don't know if there's anyone more, but that's who came to mind with a lot of movies. And at least 97 of those are dry. (laughs) (laughs) And one of them is Dark Shadows. <laughs> yeah. Um, there you go. Well, we'll need to like at some point look into who actually has like the most ever. We talked about um, we talked about Dick Miller uh, last time as well. With his almost two hundred odd film appearances, Chris released at like nearly three hundred. Um, well, apparently there's a guy called Brahmanandam. Um, who's had 1,168 acting credits. Huh? Considered the greatest comedian... Who are you? That can't be possible. Considered as the greatest comedian Telugu film industry has produced... Ah, so he's... Yeah, okay. So he's... But some of those things are just like lectures and what. Ah, right. I'm looking through the ones here. Most of them are just out there. Now that we've done it, now that we've said this, I found an article. Oh, Eric Roberts has 617. Eric Roberts. Okay. So, yes, Eric Roberts. Uh, Sorry, I'm still getting sidetracked now. <laughs> I can give you this according, if you as well, I can give this according to Collider, who the 12 leading actors who appeared in the most movies ever is. Go for it. Okay. 144 acting credits for Anthony Hopkins. Uh-huh. 145 for Robert Duvall. 163 for Sher- Susan Sheridan. Sorry. Susan Sheridan? Sheridan. I can't say that word, that name for the reason. You know who I mean. Um, 176 for Michael Caine. Oh, Michael Caine. Yeah. 187 for James Earl Jones. Okay. 198 for Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sam Jackson. 199 for Donald Sutherland. Yep. 201 for Danny Glover. Really? Yeah. Okay. 282 for Christopher Lee. 415 for Richard Rainhall. Yeah. Four hundred and twenty, nice for Danny <laughs> Trejo. Oh, Danny Trejo! I love him. And then, yet, yeah, uh, according to Collider, six hundred and sixty-six for Eric Roberts, which 
Um, it's insane. <laughs> Eric Roberts, Julia Roberts, brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Is he? Oh. I know exactly oh, who so he is. And the f- the father of Emma Roberts. And yeah, he's in some of the Batman also, movies. Also, mm-hmm. and um, smack that the Acorn video. There you go then. Six hundred and sixty-six film appearances. He's been in a lot. Tyson <laughs> <laughs> immediate responses to the video for Acorn smack that. <laughs> What a career you've had, Mr. Well done, he was in the Human Centipede three. Oh. oh, yeah, I didn't say they were good. I didn't say he was in good. Yeah, he's really. I'm. I'm scrolling down. He's really not. He's just a lot of small roles and a lot of small movies. I think um, it's become clear that we've got not as much left to say about this movie. No, yeah. Um, <laughs> do we want to just move on to the uh the, the the final part of our show i think that would be wise <laughs> i'm ready i'm totally ready to okay. answer the questions so as always um nathan we, do you <laughs> sorry sorry, sorry. <laughs> we're a film review podcast so we've got to do the bare minimum of film review uh because we do not review movies at all on this show normally we got to figure out if the movie's worth watching at all. So, um, Josh, do you think this is a good movie? Do you recommend this yeah, movie? Yeah, w- well, I think it's a great movie. Would I recommend this movie to a very select amount of people? If people, like, would understand it as just, like, a meta daft movie, then yeah, I'd recommend it. Would I recommend it to, like, my dad? No, because <laughs> he'd be like, what the actual f-? You know? But if it's someone, like, people that like this kind of thing in meta movies and just a bit of daftness, then yeah, I'd recommend it. All right, yeah. Ty, is this a good movie? Do you recommend, recommend it? But I'm the opposite of Josh. I would recommend it to my dad because it'd be funny to watch him. Be like, "What the fuck did you tell me to watch?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's yeah." I'd recommend people watch this. It's funny. Nathan, would you recommend this movie? Like, are, are we going to see Nathan? Um, yeah, I think I would. Um. Again, I don't love it, but I think it's a, it's a good movie. I don't think anyone would like regret watching it. Um, it's fine. And in that case, then Nathan, would you consider this movie to be a midnight screening? I did not like that at all. Uh, no, I <laughs> thought you would, but I've asked now. You must answer. You I don't like oh. what you just did there. Oh, uh, oh, I don't like going first. Is that how you feel all the time? Yep. <laughs> That's Wait, why you, you made feel me go for it. Nathan. And it's not how um, Josh feels old. It's it's an unbearable it's an unbearable weight of this massive talent. Um wow. the joke didn't work at all. Uh, no, it didn't. You I, shouldn't try. You gotta make stand up comedy. You should shut I up. I shouldn't have at all. Just stop. <laughs> I think um I think my answer here is sure. Sure. You know what I mean? It's not a film I'd pick, but like, yeah, it works. Um, there's some, we didn't even talk about it, but there's some good action in this movie, some fun car chases and shootouts and stuff. It's filled with Nicolas Cage references, so you can do your Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the TV bit <laughs> and go, ooh. Sure, um, sure. Mandy, or whatever. Um, so yeah, it works, but in a way that like, it's Taylor. Like, we literally talked about they they made a movie that was tailor made to be reviewed on our show, and we reviewed it on our show. Like, yeah, pretty much. What am I gonna? Th- what do you want me to say? That's the gist um, of it. Josh. Yeah. What do you What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. All <laughs> oh, right, that was the yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I I think this is this is like the three a.m. three a.m. movie for midnight screening. You know. Um. That makes no sense. That is a, a reference to the original Midnight Screenings that the show's uh, based on. Yeah, it's just kind of like, this would be great to watch it, like, after your other films that you've, like, paid attention to, you just put it on to, like, wind down, spit death. Like you said, there's some good action scenes, it's a good laugh, and you, you don't have to take it seriously at all. So it's all good. 
uh, before we before we move on to to, to asking uh, Ty the final question, I do have one more question for Josh. Then, based on what he said, uh, Josh. Yeah. Do you remember what our because uh, obviously we we've talked about the show being based on a time where we watched a bunch of movies really late at night. Um, do you remember what our cooldown movie was? Selfie from Hell. That wasn't selfie. From not from hell. I feel like you... do you remember we watched one. We watched one vaguely normal movie at the end of the night. Did we? Yeah. We watched the dumb. We watched Keanu. <gasps> we watched Keanu. Keanu. <laughs> that is not. D- <laughs> of course, I forgot about Keanu. This is nowhere near as interesting as Selfie from Hell or Bye Bye Man. But... That's why I was confused. That is not. Yeah, we, 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 so it was Keanu. Was the film we did that with? Oh. If you ever knew right, that um, advertisement of why you needed me on the show, that was it right there. Just saying. That was such a daft movie. What about a cat? Um, cat. So, yes, what about a cat? Ty, what do you, what do you think? Is this a bit oh, screening? I'm a, keep my, you better keep that spreadsheet updated to most consecutive wins. Nah. Nah. Ooh, okay. I'm sorry. There's so many Nicolas Cage movies you could watch at midnight that are just fantastic. You named some of them in this movie. This, no. This would not make me excited to watch more movies. I would want to go to bed and cry after this. If I were to watch this at midnight. <laughs> so glad the camera's running on. I was, I was making faces well, at my yeah. camera when you were saying yes. I'm like... <laughs> Do you mean Yes! <laughs> I get. I want to clarify. I said sure. I I said That's, sure. Did, did, uh, yeah, this is probably the most just kind of like eh movie. Two minute screen. This is, yeah, this is this is the most just a movie movie we've ever talked about on the show. Yeah, <laughs> which is weird considering what this movie is. Yeah, do you see why I was a little disappointed in this? Yeah, thing? I do. Um, I think if you went in with higher expectations, it's very disappointing. But I went in with very low expectations. You went in with this is my own fault. Cage. That is it. We we had um, a conversation before. Uh, I think we we did record it, but before the show actually started about the Barbie trailer, and I'm getting um, a lingering sense of deja vu coming when that movie comes out. I'm waiting on the trailer for Legally Blonde three to drop. I'm buzzing for that. I, I, I don't care. I love Legally Blonde. Of course you do. Uh, all all that's left. What's your issue with Legally Blonde? I didn't say I had an issue with Legally Blonde. I've got an issue with you. That's the difference here. It is, it is a movie that, like, you would love, Ty. And that's <laughs> yeah, I like that movie as well. It just, it's very you. You just you like that kind of movie. What do you want? An explanation! <laughs> you just, I don't know. Uh-huh. You just do. It's just... You know, you're a very certain type of person, Ty. Likes very specific like, things. all that and... And that's okay. Yeah, you know, that's just your uh, style. It's okay. Oh, uh, Carrie, weird thing you watch certain movies. We I also like those kind of movies. It's just, just you like them way more than we do. I'm going to fucking enjoy every minute of it. Genuinely, when you are almost crying with what you had to watch, I'm going to be physically smiling. I hope there's cameras because I'm just going to be smiling the whole time. I don't know. I genuinely don't know what you're on about. Arrangers. It did, did, it did, it did. I'm gonna be smiling. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna oh, watch yes, that. Oh yes, you are. By the way, Josh, you still owe me <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Josh, Fucker. Oh crap, I do. Um, eh. thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. See you all next time. Hashtag. Kitchen. Exactly why I'm gonna. I hope those cameras are smiling the uh, entire time. I'm gonna have a sadistic smile on my face. <laughs> do you want to? You want to finish this off, Nathan? <laughs> So yeah, as Josh said, thank you all for listening to the show, putting up for us uh, for another episode. Uh, I'm joining us for first episode of 2023. We're hoping, yeah, we're hoping to be more consistent uh, and up the quality in this year. That's not the first Um, thing we've said that. Absolutely, we got five episodes released last year. (laughs) Way it's going right now, it's looking good. Like. It is. We've we've definitely put more work into uh into improving the show for the new year than we did last year. Um learning from the lessons of last year, so 
yeah, if everything goes according to plan, according to plan, <laughs> sorry, we should have. I can't do that voice for the whole intro. That's hurting already. Um, yeah, we should have something quite good for the new year. Why do people listen to us? Jeez. Um, uh, the other thing, obviously, thank you to Josh and Ty for coming around for another episode. And um, I completely forgot to do the outro properly in the last episode, so we're going to thank Andrew for coming on. I'm not uh, going last to thank time. Andrew we're going to thank him now. What you said about me. I wasn't here. Wait, I was here. You were here. What I wasn't here. Still, still <laughs> hurt. Yeah, he, he was. Oh, ah, yeah. You. you deserved um, it. Ouch. Shut up and go watch Legally Blonde. Well. Um, so, yeah, that's the show. Um, do, do, do. Stay, we'll, do, we'll do more. Maybe. We'll uh, see. See how we feel, you know? We've got best of twenty twenty two. We've got best of coming up fairly soon. Um, that should be fun. Uh, we've got we've got some guests lined up. Uh, we're going to be guests. Cool. Yeah. We're going to be guests. We're, yeah. Um, are we? Well, then, well, then, the time. Um, just just in case things fall through, which uh, they if shouldn't, through, but they might. You, Nathan. Uh. Uh, I don't think we've publicly said on the show yet. We've mentioned on Twitter a few times. If you have ideas for this show, or you think, for whatever reason, that we'd be good on your show, um, or you want to come on ours, or whatever, shoot us a DM uh, at ScreeningPod on Twitter. Because um, our whole show is about the how fun it is to engage in the kind of social aspects of being a film nerd. So let's, let's do that. Let's be social film nerds. posting on Twitter. Okay, yeah, it's it's exclusively me. That, that if you're wondering why the, <laughs> the never knew we actually had a Twitter. Twitter has my exact sense of humor and all of my all of my. No, yeah, we've got. How do you? Yeah, I never mentioned it on the show because I hate doing the. I hate doing the self promotion bit. But yeah, follow me on Twitter at needing name. Follow the show on Twitter at Screening Pod. Um, follow these two. Uh, on their Instagrams, which they oh. never post on, so. But you can do it. Uh. Listen to the show on Spotify, listen to the show on YouTube, leave a like, give us a comment, shoot us a DM. I hate doing this. That's why we don't do this bit. I feel so uncomfortable begging for likes. Um, review the rate the show. Five rate the show five five stars. Um share it with a friend. Put it in a Discord server of people that you know Nathan, tell this your might grandma. be easier for you if you actually just end it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this outro's been going for about I've five been, minutes. I'm trying to find the way out. I can't find Thank it. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope to see you, see you all again soon, and not like five times this year. <laughs> Here you go. Sorted. Done. Links to socials in the Bye. description.